Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us. I'm so thankful to be your host. And today we're going to be looking at kind of a beginning of a, maybe a series on documentary references to Jesus. And the first is in that very famous historian, Jewish-Roman historian, Titus Flavius Josephus. So again, thanks for being with us. Let's get started. We're in the popular handbook of Archaeology in the Bible by Holden and Geisler. Absolutely incredible book. We're on pages 296, 297. I use it kind of like a textbook. I have used it as a college textbook in times past. So Titus Flavius Josephus, first century AD Jewish historian, was educated in law and history. After surrendering to Vespasian's Roman army in AD 70 at Jatapeta, for which he is hated in many Jewish circles because it was like he was cast in lots. Nobody was going to be taken alive. And so, you know, he and another guy were the last two left in a, like a cave outside the city walls. And so, you know, they kill the other 30. And then they look at each other and said, well, let you and I survive. So they didn't fight to the last man. Josephus was quickly employed by the Roman government to be a spokesman and translator for Emperor Titus. In the early 90s, Josephus wrote his Antiquities of the Jews. I think he was adopted by Jewish families, as a matter of fact, which contained several statements about Christ, including a passage describing the judicial session convened by Annas, where James, the brother of Jesus, the so-called Christ, was charged before the Sanhedrin and handed over to be stoned to death. Josephus adds another reference to Christ known as the Testimonium Flavinanium, which he writes, About this time arose Jesus, a wise man, if indeed be right to call him a man, for he was a doer of marvelous deeds and a teacher of men who gladly received the truth. He drew to himself many persons, both of the Jews and also the Gentiles. He was the Christ, and when Pilate, upon the indictment, leading men among us had condemned him to the cross. Those who had loved him at the first did not cease to do so, for he appeared to them alive on the third day. The godly prophets having foretold these and 10,000 other things about him. Even to this day, the race of Christians who are named from him has not died out. Origen Celsius contra Celsius 147 tells us that Josephus did not believe Jesus to be the Messiah. Now, a lot of people think there's a lot of interpolations, Christian interpolations, but most historians say that there's a huge corpus of what I just read that is in fact true. And I've done a, videos on YouTube about that and podcast about this as well, about what could be true, what's not. It's important to note the genuineness of Josephus' words has been challenged by some since so it be doubtful that a non-Christian Jew write about Jesus in this manner. Some have suggested the passage as it stands above contains interpolations by alleged Christian writers. It's argued that descriptions such as indeed it be right to call him a man, he was the Christ, and for it appeared to them alive on the third day, the godly prophets having foretold these and 10,000 other things about him are uncharacteristics of Josephus. 
characteristic singular of Josephus. Analysis of the passages confirm the core historical nature of the testimonium, though some scholars still believe there has been a slight degree of tampering. After an examination of the text by Josephine scholars such as Stephen Mason and Christopher Price, I think Paul Myers was one of those as well, and his historical apologist Gary, excuse me, by historical apologist Gary Habermas, there are several reasons why the genuineness of the passage can be maintained. There's no precedent for Christian copies fabricating whole stories. Now, what's called the early church fathers, there seems to be a lot of fabrications in them. An examination of the Syriac, Arabic, and Greek in the text of Ambrose and Jerome affirmed the passage as possessing an authentic core. That, that's my point. According to Shlomo Pines, 10th century AD Arabic text called the Kata el Unwan, contains the core passage without the disputed phrases. Now, being Arabic, maybe he deleted them as well, so there is that possibility. There is no textual evidence against Josephus' authorship of the passage since it's written in the style of Josephus. Number four, Josephus makes no connection between Don the Baptist, also mentioned in Antiquities of the Jews, 18 and Jesus, and Association Christian Interpolators would certainly do. Even if the disputed phrases identified above were removed from the text, there would still remain a core historical passage of identifying Jesus that is supported by most scholars. That's a big point I make. The passage fits the context both historically and grammatically. The mention of Jesus' antiquities of the Jews 20 in relation to James seems to presuppose an earlier mention of Jesus. That's a great point, which one would assume to be the testimonium in antiquities of the Jews 18. So when he talks about James, mentions Jesus in antiquities 20, it seems like he's already mentioned Jesus according to that description. Distinguished New Testament scholar Frederick Fivey Bruce said of the text, there is nothing to say against the passage on the ground of textual criticism. The manuscript evidence is as unanimous and ample as it is for anything in Josephus. And F.F. F. Bruce, great scholar. Testimonium uh, Flavanium is a valuable witness to Christ's life, death, and remarkable influence. Clearly declares, despite the Christian interpolations, and see it does, he seems to think so too, that Jesus was known to be wise, good moral conduct, virtuous, that he had Jewish and Gentile disciples, that Pilate condemned him to be crucified, and his disciples reported that Jesus had risen three days later. This is something the prophets had foretold. So to me, that's just huge evidence. All of these are, and are some of, in my mind, core evidences that totally convinced me of the authenticity of the Gospels. I have not always been a presuppositionalist in uh, several senses of that term, but this just totally convinced me. So God bless this among many. We want to say thanks for being here. Share with your friends, family, church, family, neighbors, whoever you think might be interested, even atheist, agnostic, searchers, seekers, cold in the Lord, because archaeology can warm you up when you find that by many infallible proofs he's revealed himself to us. So God bless. The exciting world of biblical archaeology is before us. We've got about a thousand podcasts. Take advantage of them. Please listen to them. Leave us a five-star review so others can find us. And if you'd like to uh, contribute other than prayer, go to New Life of Albany 
newlifeofalbany.com, newlifeofalbany.com, I think it is, newlifeofalbany.com, you'll see Steve Waldron there. Or uh, you can go to Tidely, New Life of Albany, George as well. God bless you. We love you. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.